Welcome, my friends, to the world of Avatar. Pandora, specifically. A planet far, far away from the Milky Way galaxy. A place where there is a wonderful uh, mineral called unobtainium. Unobtainium, a mineral that can be used to fix the problems on Earth. And the only place to find it is on this wonderful alien planet. Now, we have just touched down in our spaceship. Our spaceship called Imagination. Yes, Imagination. Look at this wonderful land. We have blue plants. We have what appears to be an alien over there. It's such an a alien. strange creature. Yes, well, this, uh, for the parents listening who may be a little bit confused, we are currently at Animal Kingdom in Orlando, Florida. And we are about to explore the Pandora Theme Park, which is a... <laughs> theme park land based off of one movie which is a little bit odd but it is what it is and so join us on this adventure my friends welcome back from that commercial break my friends now we have just touched down on the world of pandora as featured in the movie avatar and avatar way of water now as you will see just ahead mr labrador there are these amazing hanging islands these amazing hanging islands that are directly in front of us. These islands hang in a way that is completely unknown to human physics. They hang in the air as if by magic. How incredible! It's incredible there, James. Yes. Uh, it's incredible, Mr. Fox. What is that purple plant? It looks demonic and evil. Yes, there appear to be alien plants, just like the pitcher plant that the wonderful tour guides were telling us about a few moments ago. These are much larger than the ones on the planet Earth. Now, we have a wonderful friend to meet. Hello, what is your name, my friend? What's your guys' name? My name is Satoshi. Right, what up? And we are recording a radio program for children. How are you? Wonderful. Now, we are going to go visit one of the rides. Which ride? Um, the one in the park. Okay. We have a reservation for one of the rides, my dear. Which one was it called? Okay. Thank you for your help, my friend. Is it the one where you fly a or is it the one where you ride in the boat? It is the Banshee Ride, remember? The Banshee Ride. Right over here. Oh, okay. thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate it. It gets confusing. Uh, correct. Thank I'm you so much. Door. All right, so the Banshee Ride. Yes. Yes. Flying a magical, magical creature. Yes. My friend, Mr. Labrador, do you know what a Banshee is in the world of Pandora? It is a giant monster that eats people. Yes. Yes, indeed. Now... The creatures, the wonderful friends on Pandora, these giant blue people, as you call them, have, ah oh yes, flight of passage, that's where it is. Okay, so we are going to talk to the helpful human and get information about where we are going to go. So we're going to pause the radio program. Now our first stop in the world of Pandora, on this beautiful alien planet, where we have just touched down in our spaceship, is a Banshee ride. Yes! My friend, tell us about the Banshee. Oh, the Banshee is a weird and terrifying animal that uh, it's, will require more study and research. 
Yes, indeed. And so the first step in our study and research in our expedition to this alien planet is to ride one of these incredible creatures using an avatar. Now, what is an avatar as defined in the film Avatar? An avatar is the amalgam. Speak up. The avatar is an amalgam. Speak up. Are we two? Yep. You guys are going to come with us. My friends here, you're gonna be seven and eight and D1. Yep. Hey. Once you've found your number, please make sure everybody can see the screen. Please make sure you can all see the screen. Please make sure everybody can see the screen. Yes. Yes. We need you to enter the room and stand on your assigned number. Okay, sealed genetic matching room. Hi, and welcome to the Avatar program. Soon, you're going to have a chance to undertake an amazing Navi Rite of Passage, riding on the back of a banshee by being genetically matched and linked to an avatar. Using avatars to fly this way was all figured out by my boss, Dr. Jackie Ogden. She leads our science team, which is part of the Pandora Conservation Initiative, and we're here in the Valley of Moara studying banshees and their environment. Over a generation ago, this enormous company called the RDA created a lot of damage to the area through their bad mining practices and conflicts with the Navi. Just like on Earth, it can take decades for ecosystems to recover. One way to understand what's going on with an ecosystem is to study what are called keystone species. These are animals like tigers, jaguars, seals. The banshee is one of these important animals. Dr. Ogden is the foremost expert on studying the Ikron and has spent years researching them. Unfortunately, banshees live high in rookeries and humans can't get anywhere near them without <laughs> becoming their lunch. But the Na'vi and avatars can. In fact, the Na'vi have been riding on the backs of banshees since their earliest history. Thanks to science, avatars can ride on banshees too. That's why you're linking to an avatar. It was Dr. Ogden who restarted the Avatar program. It's because of her that you're able to go through this rite of passage today. Pandora is a breathtaking natural world. I cannot wait for you guys to see it for yourselves. Okay, to get you flying on a banshee, we need to find each of you an avatar. Um, let's uh, prep the genetic sampling. I'm on it. Okay, um, first we need to find the compatible match of your genetic material with the genetic material of one of the avatar bodies that we already have. Once we do that, you'll be able to link to that avatar and uh, fly. <laughs> Help us out and move around a bit. Almost. Yes, got him. Now, let's find you your avatar matches.
ready for you in the next room uh, when the door opens please go inside all the way in and stand over the same number that you're standing over now and uh, and I'll see you in there okay you ready to become a 10 foot tall lady sure why not you ever been a 10 foot tall lady before have you no <laughs> so be fun all right so my number is eight and your number is seven okay all right, here we go. Yeah, I see why it takes four hours. Great, you've all made it. Uh, it's important that you can all see me, so move a little if you can't. Before we send you to the link chamber, let's watch this piece by Dr. Ogden, who runs the program. Welcome everyone. I'm Dr. Jackie Ogden from the Pandora Conservation Initiative. You're about to experience a ceremony that's very special to the Navi, flying on the back of an ikran, or as we call it, a banshee. To the Navi, connecting to an ikran and flying on its back is an incredibly important rite of passage they call ikni maya with permission from the Navi and in partnership with Alpha Centauri Expeditions, we can now bring this amazing experience to you. The way you'll be able to fly is by linking to an avatar that's already on the back of the Necron. Let's see how this works. We establish a link using powerful psionic amplification equipment. A human driver is connected to an avatar, which would be physically hundreds of kilometers away. When you follow our technician into the link chamber, you'll see a series of 16 link chairs. Please go to the number that matches the number you're standing on now. First, stow your gear in the storage containers on the back wall. This should include all bags, cameras, and other items, including cell phones. It's important to push them all the way into the bin. Then get onto the chair as you would a bike. Straddle the seat, step forward, and sit down. Slide your hips forward until you are against the chest pad, and then move your feet all the way forward. Wait until you're seated before you put on your flight visors. Hold onto the hand grips as shown. It's important to hold on to the hand grips at all times. After you're seated, back and leg restraints will be firmly engaged. For your safety, throughout this entire experience, always remain seated and supervise your children. Once the link takes place, you'll be connected to your avatar and sitting on the back of an ikra. It'll feel like you're really there. Moments later, you'll begin your flight. A Navi guide will lead you out. You'll experience the breathtaking beauty of Pandora but you might also face some of its greatest challenges. Some of this flight might be intense, but trust your guide and be brave. As the Navi say during this important rite of passage, Sibak Ho, rise to the challenge. Good luck. All right, you ready? Let's get you into the link chamber. Sibak Ho! Are you ready? Yes. Are you excited to ride on the back of an alien, Mr. Labrador? Have you ever ridden on the back of an alien before? Perhaps at a convention? That was a joke. Attention drivers, stow your gear on the back wall and then get onto the link chair the way we showed you in the video. Then put on your flight visors. 
Okay, so my number is eight. For your safety, your number is seven. Okay. Oh, that looks so cool. It looks just like the movies. That's so cool. Okay. Number eight. Hold on.
Welcome back. Please step off the link chair, gather your belongings, and exit the link chamber. Drivers, stow your gear on the back wall and then get onto the link chair the way we showed you in the video. Then put on your flight visors. Okay, lock down the chair. For your safety, throughout this entire experience, remain seated, lean forward, holding onto the hand, okay. and supervise your children. Yes, supervise the children. I'll make sure to supervise you, my friend. Gracias. Uh, not children. <laughs> not children. We're just in the place that is perfectly suited for people who think like children. All right. We got everything? Yeah. Okay. That was awesome. I'm going to do it. Those are the orange pin. Just over there. Orange pin. Okay. Dear. Have a good day, guys. Thank you so yeah. much. Well, my dear, what did you think of this ride? Make sure to speak into the microphone. It was one of the coolest rides I've ever had in a Disney park, bar none. Oh, yeah, like everyone who rides this ride says, uh, that was incredible. And by the way, my dear, Make sure there's no employees around. We just got it on audio recording, which means that our listeners can hear it. They can't ride it without going to the Disney park, but they can hear what it says and how it feels. Okay? Absolutely. That will make for excellent radio. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, they said that when we finish the ride... We go to the front and we get a ticket for a new ride. Remember? Yep. Okay, so that's what we're going to do next. And we're going to pause the recording. Thank you very much for listening, my friends. It's time for a commercial break. Now, my friends, we are entering an incredible river journey ride. It is called Navi River Journey. My friend, what does the word Navi mean? Do you know? I have no idea. Quite frankly, it's a, it is a foreign concept to me, and these aliens are very weird and very tall. Yes, well, the Navi is the name for this alien race. So, for example, if it was humans, it would be called humans. These blue people are called Navi. Well, due to my partner's anthropological studies into these alien race that we've crash-landed on their planet, we're trying to get our way back home. Audience, you can help us by donating money to our charity. Indeed you can. Our charity's name is called Donate by Mail. You can donate any item, almost anything, as long as it can go through the mail and is not dangerous and is not on the prohibited list on our website. You can donate these items to our charity. So, we are going to head inside now. Philosophy. 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 Philosoph
delicious, a distinctive smell. What is that smell? That is the smell of the rainforest and cool, cool underground, Billet. Underground. We appear to be going to a cave system. Indeed we do appear to be going into a cave system. This river journey that we are about to embark upon has an incredible robot. Have you ever heard of an animatronic, my friend? I have. Now the audience, we will describe the animatronic because I want to be surprised as much as the next person. So, yes. we will so here's what we're going to do. We are going to explain the concept of an animatronic to our young audience who may never have been to a Disney park before. Absolutely. What is an animatronic in a Disney park? Explained on a level of concept for a 10-year-old. Uh, think robot, but really, really big and really, really cool. That's right. So, a robot, specifically, that has the ability to look and act very similar to a human. So, for example, there is an incredible robot of Benjamin Franklin over in Epcot. Absolutely. We'll be going there tomorrow, hopefully. Indeed we will. Another thing that you can do at Disney is you can experience many, many of these animatronics. This is a type of technology that was invented by the Disney company and, of course, patented. <laughs> so the original version was called audio animatronic, but yes. they decided to change it to just animatronic because it was easier to say. Well, we can thank the Disney Corporation for many, many cherished memories in our world. Absolutely. What are some of those memories for you? Uh, one, Lion King. Two, Fox and Hound. Three, Disney World. Disney World, Disney World, Disney World, Disney World, Disney World. When I say experiences, I am not asking you to describe a name of a film. I'm asking you to describe a specific experience. Let's say at a Disney park, please. A story for the radio. Well, I... Okay. My wonderful friend does not remember his stories, apparently. Tim? Yep. Absolutely. Are you capable? Is it okay that we park here and walk up? Right here. Right here.
journeys have taken us into this dark cave and in front of us there are some magnificent wonderful looking blue things and when we yes, get closer it appears we... to be some bioluminescent creatures what is bioluminescence my friend bioluminescence is a chemical reaction between a organism and its ability to create light using yes. chemicals how incredible now what do you see mr labrador i see Giant mushrooms! I see water! I see more giant mushrooms! It's a gorgeous scene of a magnificent beauty! Yes, we appear to be passing into a cave! Now, this cave system is on the world of Pandora. A place... Oh, look at that! There's some uh, black light which is lighting up your shirt. See? Oh, that's cool! So, not oh, only do we have some bioluminescent flora, we appear to have some black lights as well. How delightful! Now. This is a cave system in an alien world. Yes. A cave system in an alien world. Now, you are going to want to get your phone ready to take a video of the robot, please. Get your phone ready to take a video of the robot. Just start recording, okay? All right. So we appear to be passing through a cave system and out into a forest. Ooh, there appear to be some animals here. Let's just enjoy the ambience for a few moments. Now, Mr. Labrador, what do you see and how do you feel? I see! Oh, that's cool. Oh, as we're walking by, there are dangerous predators in front of us. Look out! Look out, Mr. Fox! I will make sure to stay absolutely perfectly still for predators. Uh, just like we learned in the movie Jurassic Park, many predators base their vision on movement. Isn't that true? Uh, it depends on the predator, but many of them do, yes. Well, considering that my wonderful partner's vision is almost entirely based on movement, and his fursona is based on a dog who is a predator animal, uh, my dear, yes and please. Yes. Right? We're also taking video on a different device, and it is very, very dark, but that's okay. The place with the robot is very brightly lit, so I will simply point that at it when it's ready. Now, what else do you see, Mr. Labrador? Oh, look at this, some frogs. I love it! Enormous frogs with six legs appear to be above us on these leaves. How incredible. Look how incredible these leaves are, Mr. Fox. And look at this. They made the leaves move with the movements of the frogs. That's really cool. That is some fantastic science. Indeed. A science of illusion. Now, of course, we will not mention how the illusion works for the radio audience because our audience should find out for themselves by going on YouTube or by going to the Disney park itself and asking the incredible people who built this lovely, lovely attraction how it works. Absolutely. Now, Mr. Fox. Yes. Look above us. Look at that. Remember the time we were stuck in the ocean? I do. I do remember that. That was a terrifying adventure. 
Yes, I was almost stung by a great jellyfish, very similar to the 10-foot-wide jellyfishes that appear to be above us right now. Absolutely. Here appear to be some more forest creatures from the world of Pandora. How incredible. Dangerous predators all around us. Whatever will we do, Mr. Fox? How are we going to get out of this one today? How fortunate that we have some Navi friends to help us. Ah, the cavalry has come up. Hopefully the Navi don't, aren't angry at us. Now, can you hear this singing, Mr. Lebanon? Well, fortunately, we managed to uh, smooth things over with the whole Navi situation. That last, <laughs> that last one was a little hairy. What's that? Okay, I will help you. The most important thing to learn in this specific situation is that when you are in a dark and terrible forest with many predators, uh, find an adult to help you. Yes, find an adult. Help oh, against the predator robot. Oh, that is cool. This is the most sophisticated animatronic that has ever been built in any Disney park. I see. in the world. It is the most advanced that has ever existed. What do you think? I love it. Products, Disney has that stuff on key. Well, and in addition, they spent $50 million to build this animatronic because it is that advanced. Well, good to know they spent $50 million on it. Uh, well spent, by the way. That is an incredible, incredible animatronic. Welcome back, Uh, yes. Thank you for building that, Disney. Now, we are going to disembark. Section, how are we today? Yeah! You guys excited for the show? Yeah! yeah! All right, friends. Before Hans get your reactions down, everybody give me a big hoo! Yeah. <laughs> Not here. 
in the continent of Africa, apparently, called Harambe, Africa, which I find very funny that they would have chosen the name Harambe. Now, of course, they chose that long before the word Harambe was a meme, but anyway, uh, we are currently in a theater to watch a show based on The Lion King. My friend, tell me, for anyone who is young enough to not have seen The Lion King, what we are about to see. Well, we are about to see the epic adventure of a small lion child watching his father get murdered and then goes on a quest for redemption, killing the the person who killed his father. Yes, your favorite character, Scar. Interesting that your favorite character gets murdered at the end of the movie uh, by his own followers, the hyenas, interestingly enough. Now, we are going to present this in audio form for you and to encourage our wonderful listeners who may be neurodivergent to listen to the entire thing. We are going to present it with our reactions. So this is one of the reasons why our listeners will enjoy listening to these types of things with us. Same way as we did the magic show, remember? Absolutely. Because with our reactions in the background, it will be something that will be comfortable for neurodivergent listeners. Okay? Absolutely. So... We will give our reactions just the same way as we would for any other show, but just make sure to use your radio voice so that when people hear it, they know it's you talking. Okay? Yes, lady. You got it? Yes. Okay. Always, especially when you're recording, because <laughs> when you are recording, it helps keep the audio better. In particular, when you are in a theater with hard benches like this one, because if we were recording with the phone directly on the bench, it would pick up a lot of noise. But if we put it on a towel, thank you, Tally. Uh, look that up when you're over the 18, age of 18, kids. Uh, Tally from South Park says, always bring a towel. And so, that's what we're doing. Does not care. Uh huh. That he gets paid twelve dollars an hour. Correct. 
Now, I will give you the experience being autistic with my wonderful, wonderful husband. You ready? So, this is how it sounds to me right now. This is how I prefer to experience this.
For the safety of our performers, we ask that you turn off all external lighting on your video camera, cell phone, or other electronic device. Once the show begins, this entire theater will be filled with our performers. If you need to leave for any reason before the end of the show, please see one of our cast members for assistance. Our show will begin in just a few minutes. Thank you. and strong, what do you think? Yeah. Next we have Nakawa, which is Swahili for good looking. <laughs> good looking. And this is Kibibi, which means impatient. It means princess. And finally, we have Zawahi, which is Swahili for the gift. <laughs> the gift. The gift. A gift! Good looking. You best back off the attitude, mister. <laughs> Besides, you, they got the geese. Don't you, honey? You, what's your name? Mauricio. Mauricio? I think that's why he be for my new best friend. Everyone, Simba and the gang will be arriving any minute now. We want them to feel welcome when they get here, so we're going to need your help. And since this is the Animal Kingdom, and we are surrounded by animals, and Simba and the gang are animals, we should greet the blind animals. So for our beastly pep each of us will help lead one of the four animal sections. Let's see. I'll take the elephants. I'll take giraffes. I'll take the You're gonna help me tame this warthog section, aren't you? Huh? Alright. You ready? Alright. Alright, gang. Listen up. You're gonna demonstrate the sound that you and fellow warthogs will make. Yeah. Put your fingers by your face to be your tusks. And now make a snorty warthog sound. Honey, we can need a tissue. Warthogs, get your tusks up, and on the count of three, let's hear what you can do. One, two, three. That 
is the most disgusting thing I've ever done. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it is our turn. So. I'm here with my new friend Mila, coming to you all the way from Mexico. And Mila is going to give us her best lion imitation. <gasps> oh, all right, my friend. It. Pause ready. Yes, Mila, I want to hear your best lion roar. Everybody to put their paws up like Mila. Yes, and on the count of three, let's see some lions. Ready? One, two, three. Now that's a lion. Time for the elephants. This is Jaden from Ohio, and he's our leader. Jaden, get that arm up. Let's see the trunk. Now let's hear the call. Jaden, that is an elephant we will never forget. Very well, everyone, on the count of three, arms up, and let's trumpet triumphant. One, two, three. The mighty pachyderm. Okay, okay, my turn, my turn. I'm next. Everyone, this is Cassidy from Chicago, and Cassidy's going to show us what a giraffe sounds like. Okay, giraffe? Nice, nice job. You know, Cassidy, I didn't know what a giraffe sounded like either. So I looked it up, and it said a low bleeding sound, kind of like a sheep. Okay, giraffe, go. <laughs> we'll see! <laughs> All right, giraffes, next in the air, and bleed. <laughs> Very well then. Now that you have your animal sounds, I think we're all set. Watch us and we'll make sure you're cued and ready to go. Hey everyone, I think I hear them coming. Wonderful. Right on time. On the count of three, let's use those sounds to call them in. All together now. One, two, three. Shh. Everyone, listen.
supposed to be center stage. Who's doing with this thing? Yeah. <laughs> 
rate in two million years at the bottom of the evolutionary ladder? Let's hear it for...
upset. <laughs> so, where are you from? <laughs> I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside. But think as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. It's clear from your vacant expression. And at all on stairs. But we're talking kings and successions. Even you can't be caught unawares. So prepare for the chance of a lifetime. Be prepared for sensation of news. A shiny new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squirm. Ha 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 ha!
perfect harmony with all its living things. That, my friends, is a time for joyous celebration. For when all things exist in balance, it is then we are connected in the great circle, the circle of life. Giraffes and elephants won. Yeah. Hold on, elephants. Yes, pretty clear. Pretty clear. The lions and warthogs won. 
Hello, hello, my friends. We are about to embark on a wonderful safari through the continent of Africa. What type of safari is this? This would be an African safari. Yes, indeed. And some of the animals we may see would be elephants, giraffes, and even the wildebeest. And we might even see lions and tigers and bears. Oh, oh my. my. Oh, my, indeed. Well, we hope that you enjoy this wonderful safari, my friends, and we might even learn some things along the way. There are some things that people should know about conservation of large animals. Conservation of large animals is one of the most important things for the natural habitat in the ecosystem at large. Now, quite frankly, you can go and help the local economy, or you can just leave the animals alone and watch them from afar and just take pictures of them. Uh, and that is the best way to do it. Now, to be fair, if you're seated over on that right hand side, squat your hands, arms, feet, and legs. Those doors next to you are going to be sliding shut in just a second. Oh, we might have a private rail. That'd be nice. <laughs> Would be. So, uh, one of the things that's important about conservation of large animals, and when I say large animals, I mean animals like deer, buffalo, elephants, like larger than a cat, larger than a dog, large animals. Yes. Uh, some people do not understand why it is important to sometimes have to manage the amount of the animal's population. They go, oh, well, the, the deer should just run free and happy and be able to play in the woods. And it's like, well, you understand that we have enormous cornfields now. And if you just have as many deer as will live, they will eat all the corn, and there will be no corn for humans. <laughs> uh, correct. Or, alternatively, especially, this is one problem that we have in New England constantly, mm -hmm. is the deer population. Yes. Bambi. Fox and the Hound. Uh-huh. Now, now there, there is a very funny story related to this. There was a very funny story about this where they had to cull a population of moose, and so they literally airdropped in wolves with parachutes into a wildlife preserve. Oh, yeah. And, and somebody made a very funny comic of a, a moose just enjoying its life, and then out of the sky comes a wolf on a parachute, and the moose looks up at the wolf. The wolf looks at the moose, and in the final panel of the comic, the, the wolf is holding a knife. That's good option. It's great. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Your safari guide as we make our way through but the yes, when it comes. As we head through the reserve, please remember to remain seated at But yes, when it comes. Hands, arms, feet, and legs inside of the truck. At all times, if there are any little ones, this applies to them as well. They will need to remain seated either in a lap or on the seat for the duration of our safari. Please do not hold them up into the air. What? Our switch seats around. Friendly reminder, we are entering the homes of these animals. Please do not make any noise at them in order to get their attention. They do not like it. Some even view it as a sign of aggression. I'm going to first be headed down into the Little Aturi Forest. Animals of the Little Aturi Forest rely heavily on their camouflage for protection from their predators. Keep a close eye on those trees and bushes. You just might be able to spot some. Over on the right-hand side, there's going to be a dark brown animal with stripes on its hind legs. This is the Okafi. 
Upon first glance, it's pretty easy to think that these animals might be related to the zebra. However, they are the closest living relative to the giraffe over in that bush on the right-hand side. They are very good at camouflage. That is a bongo. There's going to be one more bongo coming up over on the left-hand side as well. They are asleep up there on that bongo. Cute! Bongos have the nickname Ghost of the Forest. They are rarely seen out there in the wild. They are... They're also very fast runners. Their horns are angled backwards and this helps them to run faster through the forest. That's awesome. Coming up over on the left-hand side, we're gonna get a pretty good view of the black rhino. We're able to tell that this rhino is the black rhino because they have a prehensile upper lip. This means that their upper lip is acts in a similar manner to your finger. Helps them to eat any foliage from their environment just a little bit better. It's pretty pointed and triangular shaped. These black rhinos can grow to be about 3,000 pounds fully grown. Yeah, that's cool. Out there in the wild, black rhinos have no natural predators. The only known threat to rhinos are humans. Over on the right-hand side, this black and white bird that is the saddle-billed stork it gets its name for that yellow saddle that shape that it has on its beak. Male and female saddle-billed storks are identical. We're able to tell them apart by their eye color. Males will have dark brown eyes and females will have bright yellow eyes. Saddle-billed storks can grow to be about 5 feet tall with a wingspan of about 9 feet wide. Just to give you guys a perspective of how wide that wingspan is, it is the same width of the truck canopy that is hanging over your head. Wow. That's really big. That's, that's a, big, a big bird. That's a very big bird. I don't know if you know it's a big bird. I'm going to be headed down into the Safi River. Animals of the Safi River are very aquatic. They're most commonly found in and around the river. Aww. Cute. Big bird. Big We're on bird. the right hand side. These smaller white birds. Not the ones closest to us, they're in the island on the middle. Those are the pink back pelicans. They get their name for the pink skin that they have on their backs. This pink skin will get brighter during mating season. Pink back pelicans are colonial nesters. They'll nest in anywhere between 20 to up to 500 pairs of birds. That's cool. Ooh! Yes. This is very cool. I'm glad we went here today instead of this instead of Epcot yesterday. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, see the water. Over on the left hand side, you guys are gonna get a pretty good look at these Nile hippos out of the water. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, look above us. Animals are very aquatic, however, they just prefer not to swim. They do have the ability to swim, they just don't like to do it. They'll walk along the bottom of the water source that they are in. <laughs> they don't want to swim, they'll just walk on the bottom. Over on the left Ooh, These are the Nile crocodiles. Crocodiles, my dear. Crocodile. different. Crocodile alligator. It's not the same. They're swamp cats. They're more, they have more in common with a cat. They want to be left alone. <laughs> They're ambush and opportunistic predators. They have the ability to jump about half their body length straight out of the water to catch their prey. They also have the ability to eat about half their body weight in one sitting. That's you. This reduces the need for them to eat daily, and instead they will eat about once a month. 
not, that's not you. No, half your body weight is, uh, half your body weight is beef and hay. It's going to be headed down towards the savannah coming up on the right-hand side. This leafless tree is the baobab tree. The baobab tree will remain leafless like this for about nine months out of the year. It remains leafless to better preserve the water that it has stored inside. During dry and droughty seasons, it's an excellent water source for animals of the savannah like the elephant or the giraffe. Elephants and giraffes are able to rip chunks out of the tree by biting or kicking at it. Well, then suck on the bark that Just goes to show out. simulation theory. If we can simulate all of this for these guys, uh-huh. we can simulate anything. Correct. And there is no reason why we are not living in something like this, which is a real-life simulation for Savannah. We could be on the right living hand side in as well. something Those like this inside of a computer that simulates the world. That is pretty heavy, but very likely to be true. Inside of an Ampoli cattle's horns is is a honeycomb-like structure made of their blood vessels. Those blood vessels in that horn better regulate their blood circulation so they can stay cool on hot days like today.
Giraffes also give birth standing up. It is a six foot drop for a newborn giraffe. Welcome to the world! As quickly as possible. Look at that Messiah giraffe over there on the left hand side. It's only six foot for a newborn. Please don't drop me six feet. Please? I won't. That is really cool. Giraffes are rugged, okay? They really are. They may not look it, but they are. Did you know that giraffes have an artery that runs all the way up their neck and all the way back down? Yeah. Through an evolutionary quirk? I believe it. We have this as well. It's just not nearly as long because we don't have as long of a neck. Correct. It's one of the best proofs of evolution because only a iterative design would have to do that. If they were magically created out of nothing, you would not have the artery running all the way up and all the way back down. Right? Absolutely. Like I said, it's one of the best proofs of evolution. There's a better look at him over as I nope. make my way around this corner. I promise I'm not ignoring him. That's the African elephant of you. You guys actually pointed them out already. There is a pretty big gap in the trees that we can see them from right up here. There we go. There we are. Oh, very close. Oh, hi. Wow. African elephants are very social animals. Mm -hmm. They live in female-led and female-dominated herds. The females and the it's young like will stay together, but once the male young reach the age of maturity, they will have to leave the herd. They'll either leave the herd on their own choice, or they will be repetitively chased away until they get the hint that the females do not want them around anymore. <laughs> Just like humans. Uh-huh. <laughs> until they get the hint. <laughs> Repeatedly chased away by Those females until they get the hint. Just on like their humans. Own in solitary, or they will join a small bachelor herd of elephants, ranging anywhere between three to four elephants. Oh. Elephant Bros is our next show. <laughs> elephant mistresses. Or elephant madams. Because if it's a female-led society, it would be a show about female elephants, which would be very fun. So we would have the dolphin bros. And the, the, the elephant girls. The dolphin bros meet the elephant girls. That would be Because the dolphin bros are at a uh, aquarium. And the elephant bros... What if there was an episode where they got captured by And they have to stay in an aquarium for a bit. That would be really I the, whole, the whole show should be an iterative design. So, it's episodic, but it's more episodic in the name of iterative design so it moves forward bees in the area elephants will send warning calls to one another to have the other elephants in their herd stay away Disney Conservation Fund headed back to Kenya and they installed beehive fences along Kenyan farmland this ensured the elephants stayed out as well as safe from any potential poaching yeah, that's fair. I'm sure people would not want to climb over a fence made of beehives. Also sell their and even honey that's, a very, beehives. that's a very redneck this thing to do. Surprise, rednecks haven't done it. Hey, puppy, can you go through some water? Right hand side. You'll enjoy this a lot. Yes. No. Oh. Hello. He, he, he's like, do I want to drink the water? I wouldn't recommend it, my friend. We're about to drive a very heavy vehicle through here. 
coming up so on cool. the left and right hand side. Okay. These are the eagles. Hey, buddy. What an amazing animal. Elon Hello, the friend. Largest species of antelope. I must know. Wow. Say he's male. Elon can go about <laughs> 2,000 pounds. I've never seen one have so close before. That's awesome. Elons also have the ability to jump eight feet into the air from a standstill position. <laughs> one of my favorite what? facts about Elons is that during mating yeah, season, sense. the males will make flower crowns to impress the females. <laughs> They'll dig their heads down into the grass and dirt to collect any flowers, grass, or leaves to make a flower crown on their horns. Oh, that's awesome. Get for wingers! If the females like the flower crowns, the male makes she will accept so that cute. mate for mating season, and if she does not, she will actually rip it off of the Elon's head, and he will have to go try again. <laughs> Over oh, that's left, ladies for you, am I right? These are great flamingos. Greater flamingos grow to be about five feet tall, fully grown. Their pink coloration comes from their diet of brine shrimp, which contains the mineral beta-carotene. Flamingos are actually born light gray. As they mature, their feathers will turn more pink. And a group of flamingos like that is also known as a flamboyance. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, and one of the most famous we had just a bit deeper into it's the called savannah. Yellow flamingos. We can spot some the more of famous them like art house movies. Flamingos. <laughs> yeah. I love this ride. I knew you would love it, my love. I've done it. I've done this one before, but well, this is one of those that you can ride. I, I could ride this every day. Like this is fun. And it's very it relaxing. Is. I sheepy. I, I love looking at animals in a habitat that is right Over on the left-hand side, they're resting under this tree. Oh, these are the white rhinos. Are you able to tell that these are white rhinos because they have a broad and square upper lip. They do not have the prehensile upper lip that the black rhino does. These rhinos can also grow to be about 5,000 pounds fully grown, which is 2,000 pounds more than that black rhino that we saw earlier. Also, there are very many white rhinos still alive in the world. There's a couple more in the trees nope. over on the right-hand side. They're a little difficult to see. Over on the left-hand side, they are asleep on top of the hill. Those are two cheetahs up there. Cheetahs are the fastest land animal in the world. They can run anywhere between 60 to 70 miles per hour. They're able to reach speeds like 60 miles per hour in just about three seconds. Uh-huh. They're built for speed and yeah, not for endurance. They can only take those high speeds for very limited uh -huh. amounts of time. <laughs> they're very successful hunters because of their yeah, ability probably, to work together. Uh, cheetahs can chase their prey until they drop from the uh, yeah. When one because, cheetah tires uh, out another one in the position of decided to just a person off of the cart. Not like many of their big cat relatives, cheetahs are also active more during the daytime. They prefer to do most of their hunting and walking during the day while they prefer to rest at night. CEOs would get fired for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people would get fired if that happened. <laughs> Just from my knowledge of architecture, I can spot basically where all the barriers are. Oh, yeah. Well, they do a good job of hiding them, but they have to be there, obviously. Yeah. You're talking about extremely dangerous, dangerous animals that cannot be tamed. Correct. Like, you cannot tame a cheetah. Like, it is impossible. That entire culvert there is just one giant barrier. You think? There's cheetahs on the other side of that thing. Uh-huh. Of course there's a barrier. And people think that we can just bring Jurassic Park back? Are you insane? 
Let's just bring the T-Rex back from the dead. Yeah, yeah, what could possibly you know, go wrong? Unlike Jurassic Park, it's not electric fences. Uh, there's some electric fences, but there's not very many electric fences. It's mostly natural barriers because animals respond like on the right natural hand barriers. Side, there are uh -huh. that green truck. These are my favorite animals on the reserve. These are the ostriches. Ooh, cool. Right. I able to tell that these are female ostriches because of their light gray feathers. Oh. Male ostriches actually have black feathers. Ostriches <laughs> standing are the over largest by the truck. Bird. That's funny. They do not have the ability what are you going to do in that truck, ostrich? Instead, they'll gonna, run anywhere in, between get 35 and 40 miles per hour. Fastest animal that would be a funny scene for dolphin bros. Just have their, their, they're trying to drive a limousine and the they have their heads out the top of the limousine. Fully developed an ostrich could be attached to three pounds. Oh, hey guys! I figured out how to drive this with my flippers! That would be really funny. Hey bro, I figured out this thing. It's called telekinesis. Oh, there's another bear. If a grown man wanted to stand oh. on top of an ostrich egg, he no. could, and the egg would not break. An ostrich should run across and get hit by a cheetah. Going to be around the warden's post. Coming up on the left-hand side is going to be the warden's post, and on that land, they have some Nigerian dwarf goats hanging around. These are very playful and social animals in nature. They'll play by headbutting each other, chasing each other, or climbing on top of structures in their environment, just like this one. <laughs> Through play, the goats also mature. As they mature, they are raised for dairy production. Their milk is used for products like goat milk and goat cheese. They're also ruminants, which means that they have four compartments in their stomach. They're able to eat just about anything they want to eat. They have some things for them to chew on here. A shirt. Now we are approaching the end of our safari. I am so sorry to see you guys go. You guys hope you guys were able to see just as as you wanted to see if you did not see as many animals as you wanted to see don't worry i know just the place for you guys to go once i drop you guys off at the dock you're gonna head right down that ramp and you will be at the entrance to gorilla falls exploration trail Along oh let's falls go there exploration trail you can see another viewing of the okapis that we saw earlier you can also see some gravy zebras, meerkats, and naked mole rats. You want to see animals who do not call Africa home. Over in Asia, behind the Maharaj, behind the entrance to Cali River, is the Maharaj Jungle Trail. This is another 15 to 20 minute self-paced walking trail where you can see animals like the Komodo dragon, the water buffalo, and Sumatra tigers. Both of these walking trails do close at 6.30 p.m. Tonight. Make sure you head over there right before they close. It's a pretty enjoyable experience. The walking trails are very relaxing, very peaceful, very shaded. Not too many people. And we are going to be passing these unload docks, but I am actually taking you guys right back to the same dock I picked you up from, so just bear with me. Okay. Obviously, we have wheelchairs on the to go back to the same place. Also, there is a portion of the ride that you may not know about, or that you probably don't remember. Uh, the bridge that has the light on it. Yeah. That's the one that there's like a fake um, bridge collapse that they do. But if there's wheelchairs on board, just don't do it. I yeah. much prefer to do it without that. It's yeah. great. It's, it's, it's not unsafe. It just is a bit of a jolt. So I'm glad they did. Give you back your phone. All right, so we have a whoa. We have a few minutes before we're going to get back to the dock. What did you think? I love it. 
We are still recording, my dear. Would you like to continue recording? Or would you like to stop? Let's figure out where we're going next. Absolutely. Audience. Well, do you have the map, my dear? It is in the wheelchair. Then how are we supposed to figure out what we're going to do next? Like, I guess we have an aerial drone that we could send to flying and look around? No, we do not. Well, we will have to bring one on the spaceship next time. Absolutely. Well, my friends, thank you very much for joining us on this incredible African safari for the radio. And next time, you should join your own safari in your imagination. See you soon, my friends. <laughs>